Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever timeline that you are right now. I hope you guys are doing super, super fine. Um, my day was um, really great. Um, I just uh, doing a lot of works uh, this week and I made a lot of bread this week. I mean, um, I love to make bread, but then um, I've got this new um, bread maker that my mom bought to me, like, bought for her but then i made it myself so i make it a lot of like bread uh bread food i mean i love i made a lot of bread so yeah and welcome yeah i forgot to say that welcome to the first ever spooky special yeah today we're not gonna today's episode we're not gonna talk about uh lives but we are going to talk about something spooky and a lot of things because it's halloween so uh, let's start with the first uh, episode of the first special season. So let's get started. I don't know how to say it, but I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm sorry if my voice is a little lower because it's currently like 2:48 a.m. and and I only got a time to make it. So let's just do it. I'm sorry. Good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh my god, what am I talking about? Okay. So the first episode, we are going to talk about. A Reddit post from a creepypasta because I really love to read creepypasta. So, creepypasta from a Reddit by a uh, written by Timothy Nurley, and it's just about something that you guys have been doing. I mean, right now it's a popular app that everyone keeps playing with, which is Among Us, and I've involved in it because one of my friends told me to involve in it so i involve in it i play among us so if you guys want to want to play with me sometimes you know uh i'm by the name of zoro yeah i'm a girl by the name of zoro i play the game uh in among us so if you guys played played it and have played with me before let me know you know i don't know how to how to let me help how to let me know but yeah so let's just get started. So the story is, the title is, There was an imposter among us. This is how I survived. I don't know if this is really creepy because I just read it and I feel, I feel like it was amazing for me. I mean, I feel it's interesting to me. So I wrote it. So I kind of wrote the title and just posted it. So let's just read it. So let's <clears throat> bring out the small voice and slow voice so let's get started i was one of the guys who are either desperate enough or insane enough to take this job nobody in their right mind would apply for a maintenance position at an antarctic research facility even if the hazard pay was worth it no amount of money would entice someone to spend months away from civilization constantly worrying about radiation while fumbling around in the bright green hazmat suit all day but like i say i was either desperate enough or insane enough on top of the on top of the already physical on top of already psychologically damaging and physically treacherous conditions we already in, we become individuals stripped of our identities. Since our hazmat suits were a visor to protect us from snow blindness, our employer opted 
to give us each of different colored suit for quick identification. The color of your suit quickly become your name. I, Green, was assessing the airflow in the waist on the west wing. Red was assisting me. We were making sure that the large vent that circulated heated air throughout the facility aren't obstructed, as sometimes they will become clogged with snow during the blizzard. While there was a report of some obstruction, we weren't able to find anything that would have caused it. Probably a penguin sliding through. A red voice crackled through the speakers on his suit. If it was, it's completely blasted to fuck. I banged on the vent. Or a Milton. Yeah, Red laughed. Right, let's go back to the showers. Can't wait to get these fucking things off. He agreed. We headed to our way back to the contamination, which would then lead to the living quarters, or an area isolated from the persistent, persistent radiation leaks. As we made small talk, walking down the narrow corridors, the shoulders of our suits squeaking against one another. Radiation leaks, blizzards, and small fires are standard. Red alert have become so common in the facility that they were almost guaranteed over time at this point. Both of our race mountain pages buzzed simultaneously, and I read the pale glowing screen. Emergency, meet in the sand op. Well, this is new. Red perks up. Mysterious, I joke. Off we go. Move! An additional cracking voice shouted. Hurry up! Yellow squeaked, squeezed between us, nearly knocking Red over. Panicking, jittery, and edge yellow, he was definitely in a desperate subsection of the employees here. I felt like Red and I both somewhere in the middle of aforementioned scale in insane and desperate. Hey, watch it! Reed shouted, There is an emergency! Yellow stumbled around the corner. When is it there? I nudged Red. Where we turned the corner, trailing behind, closely behind Yellow, who mustn't be sweating buckets in his suit. Through the corridor, I saw the central observation room already populated by the rest of the crew. Black was sat at the far end of the circular table. Well, we all hear black gestures for her, myself, red and yellow to sit. Let's talk. He turned to the monitor behind him and disabled the alarm. We're not all here, Orange chimed in. What is dead? What is dead? Black interrupted. What? A number of us cried simultaneously. I spotted him while on the rooting track. Black continued. What happened to him? Blue asked. He was killed. Step. Black held his hand together, his glove interlocked with one another. How do you know it ain't an accident, Ping said. We're only getting a live feed from civilians. Brown pointed backward with his thumb to the monitor behind him. Someone racked the hard drive footage get saved to. We began to argue amongst ourselves. Yellow began the table silencing the group. Would everyone shut up? He placed his palm flat on in front of him. Someone in this room knows something. What makes you say that? I ask. 
Yellow turned, returned to his seat. Nobody has clocked out today. Brown chimed in. None of us have gone through the common decontamination since we got on shift. I look around the room, around our round table. The empty gaze of expressionless visor looked equally suspicious. Black, brown, pink, blue, orange, purple, yellow, red, and me. So, like I say, let's talk. Black drummed his finger on the table. You've been quiet, purple. Well, I mean, I don't know what to say. He replied. Everyone shifted their seats, angling themselves toward purple. It's shock, you know. Hey, hold up. Red leaned forward. Who you put in charge, Black? Yeah, Purple added. You bossing everyone around. I'm in charge because I found white. Black pointed in Red. Sit back down. No, Red stood up, knocking his chair back with. This is bullshit. For all we know, Black killed him. Red tapped my arm, prompting me to assist him. Yeah. You gotta admit, how do we know it wasn't you? I shrugged, not wanting to be in, to get involved in this dispute. Why? Why don't we just contact the company? Nello shouted. Snowstorm. Pink placed his feet upon the table, leaning backwards to his chair, calms down, internal communications only. Great, I muttered. We went down and forth. We went back and forth for some time. We locked down the facility, informing the crew who aren't on shift for what had happened. It was decided that nobody could exit through contamination, decontaminations until the proper, until the perpetrator had been found. Nobody had blood on their suit, and nobody had any weapon, and anything is suspicious on their person. Red and I provided our alibis that we are together for a number of our maintenance tasks. Everyone had some sort of alibi, whether they were believable or not, come mostly down spe speculation. I was not thrilled by the ideas of remaining amongst a group of potential killers, and I was even less thrilled by Pink's behavior. How casually he had mentioned that blizzard, and how nonchalantly he. Place his feet on the table, crossing his arm. I could only imagine the smudge looking upon his face as he said it. As we were through of discussion, discussing how to catch the perpetrator, perpetrator. Oh my god, I really don't know how to say it. A second rat alert sounded. That's you, Blue asked. Nope, sounds black. Drills busted. Brown called over from the monitors. Engineering's and maintenance are needed ASAP. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yellow threw his hands up. The hammers on his suit shaking back and forth. So you mean we still have to work despite there were murder on the loose? Well, it's either that or the place goes up in flames. Brown's love. How are we all so calm? Yellow wheeled. Has its pay. Blue stood up. Me, green, and red will go. Right, Brown swivel in his chair. Pink, see if you can make some sort of contact with the company on it. Oh, sorry, 
Ping, see if you can make some sort of contact with the company. On it, Ping gives up, gives out a thumbs up. Won't be able, won't be, won't be able to though. He twisted his thumb downward. If any of you see anything or suspect anything, Black turned away to face to the monitor with Brown. Use your pagers. Meet here. Anyone fails to show up, it's you. The trio of us made our way down to the trail, while the other assigns drop obliterated the eyes beneath it. Nobody was using the drill. I closed the door behind me as we approached. How could it have? I stopped the mid-sentence. Shit. Shit. Red and blue confirm. How does this happen? I began. How does this have even happened? I began to laugh. This entire place is so scuffed. Brown, blue grumbled. From the other sides of the room, we could see all the problem. The drill bit had fallen out of the drill. The entire drill bit hard. The entire drill bit hard. Somehow, seemingly unfastened and fallen straight into the hole that it's had made. By now, it would have sunk to the bottom of the icy depth of the Antarctic Sea. Antarctic Sea. Three of us determined that we had no chance of retrieving the fallen tree bit, so we immediately abandoned the task we had been assigned. A perimeter of black and yellow tape surrounded the hole left by the drill. I approached, ducking under the hazard line, the pier into the pit. Three P, I say. Don't be an idiot, Green. Blue followed along behind me, keeping his distance from the pit. Relax, Blue. Red stood behind me. It's good at being an idiot, leaning over my shoulder. They know it was you if you didn't come back. If could it could be any of us, I say. Who do you think it is, Blue? Sir? Blue asked. You, Red, and I said in unison. Asshole, Blue snickered. Snickered. Blue message Brown on his pagers, which has, which was the cum cumbersome task while wearing the hazmat suit. He confirmed. He informed. He informed him of the drill mishap, which prompted a response from Brown for, for all of us to meet back in the central observation. The narrow corridor allowed. For only two of us to walk side by side, as Red and I lead the way, the facility experienced yet another mischief. The lightning began to dim before shutting off completely. God damn it! I fumbled around my helmet. Fuck! A voice yelled. A clanging and scuttling sounded above us. Shit! Get your fucking lights on! I filled around with the controls on the side of my helmet, finally illuminating the immediate area around me and my headlamp. Red's headlamp shortly followed. Where's Blue? Red said. We spun around, searching for our colleague in the black. A silhouette of Blue's feet swung on the ventilation shaft above us. What the fuck? I reached for Blue. Slick. Get him down. Red follows suit, and we pulled like both Blue's legs from the vent. But there was a problem. It was only his leg. Oh God! Oh fuck! 
red hyperventilated, hyperventilated, a mess of gore trailed with a suited leg that flipped down from the van, spilling over both me and Red. No, 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 fuck. I collapsed to the floor, scooted away with the remaining half blue cord stepped towards me. Fix this? How will we fucking fix this? I shouted, unable to look away any further. Let's clean ourselves up. Red wiped in front of his suit, the black sticking in the the blood sticking to his glove. Say we got separated from blue and the blackout. No, we have to tell them what happened. I jumped to my feet. No, human could do that in three goddamn seconds. The light turned back on at the far end of the corridor to the figure. Bright yellow hazmard. With such obtuse body language that could sense his anxiety from miles away, he darted to the left, out of sight, down a narrow pathway. Yellow, wait! I bellowed, but Red had already begun chasing him. I ran after him after them stumbled through the winding corridor, barely able to keep up with the thundering pair. The twisting path of Yellow took lead us to the central observation room. The three of us skid to the halt as we reached the table. As we began, as we again were the final three to arrive, well, 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 Pink slurred. Sat at the same position as before, with all the sass of a teenage girl, I could imagine he popping some bubblegum as we spoke. Holy hack, blue purpled purpled blurred out, jumping away from me and red as we trailed behind yellow. I counted a total of seven people remaining in this room aside from Blue. The second person missing was Black. Brown was still sat on a monitor, cycling through the cameras. Yellow was bubbling incoherently to purple and orange stared silently at me and Red. Pink reaches across the, to tap Brown. No Blue and Black? He asked. Well? Brown pointed to the camera feet in front of him. There's half a Blue. He clicked past a few more cameras and there was black about with about 30 holes in him. And he was green and red, Pink said, covered in blood, chasing yellow, who went off with blue. Oh, shut the fuck up, I pointed at Pink. They were stood right by him and I saw them. Yellow stampered like he's shouting. Come on, Brown, you must have saw something on the cam on the cams, red plate. Lights went out, but Brown's much. I couldn't see a shit on monitors. In Black's absence, Brown had become the de facto spokesperson of the group. In his rules of monitoring a security camera, he became the only trustworthy person that the group could look toward towards for information. Red and I on the other hand, appear to have been caught red-handed. You're going to have to trust me. Red took a seat and prompted for me to follow, I said, and Red continued. Me and Green tried to help Blue while the lights were off, but we were just cut in half, but he was just cut in half. There was nothing we could do. No way. Yellow paced around the room, back and forth from Brown's monitor to the corners where Purple stood. When the lights come back on, yellow were just stood there. Red gently nudged my leg under the table with his. Yeah, I, uh, I took a second to think, unsure of what exactly Red expected me to say. A hot nudge from Red gives me some clarity. It's, it's 
kind of suspicious, Yellow. You were just stood there. Yellow says. Yellow says. Pink asks, "What do you mean, Yellow says?" Yellow held his hand to his visor, shaking his hand. Hate. You have got to be kidding me. Purple, orange, brown said. What do you two think? I'm not getting involved in this. Orange said, still facing through it, me in red. Yellow, purple say in this corner as yellow pays away. You acting really weird. I'm acting weird. Yellow screamed. Three people were that, and I'm acting weird. An argument broke out amongst our peers. As Red and I watched the chaos unfold, I understand that Red was just wanted us to be safe from the suspicions of our peers. But there is no way that Yellow could have been the killer. That nervous wreck couldn't even shave without panicking, let alone cut a man in half and keep his cool. The cogs in my mind began to turn. As Red watches coldly on, I could imagine a smirk, on a menace, menacing grin, or perhaps a knowing wink, on the face of my friend. I felt myself beginning to suspect Red, though it couldn't have couldn't have been him. We were both together the entire time. He could have pushed me into the pit. I couldn't have been. It couldn't have been Red, could it? Red, green, brown stood, leaving his monitoring station for the first time since he's the in- inciting incident. Is yellow the killer? Yes. Red, without missing a beat, dropping a harsh accusation toward an innocent party. I'm taking no chances. Browns marched toward yellow, grabbing him through the arm. Green, get over here. Through a narrow corridor, Brown and I stood by side by side. Behind us, we dragged Yellow, kicking and screaming by his harm. The rest of the crew followed along behind us. A rambling jumbles of violent words and erratic motions come from Yellow as we pull his flailing body to a drill room. That mechanical monstrosity that towered above the bottomless pit, the frozen white and black. Are we doing this? I asked Brown. Yes. He hoisted Yellow around, and both of us restraining him. I don't think I can. I muttered. I don't think we have a choice. Pink said. Someone has got to go. You do it. You you do it then. I left Brown to restrain Yellow by himself. Fine. Pink took my place, assisting Brown in with the immediate struggle that Yellow puts in. The scream that echoing. From the pit, as yellow plummeted to his inevitable and in frozen oceans, was deafening. Deafening. It was oppressive, loud. I could hear it scratching at yellow's throat. His guttural screams were silenced by his clattering against the walls of the pit. A faint splash concluded. Macabre symphony. I know that we had all sentenced an innocent man to his demise, but I felt a small sense of relief that it wasn't me plummeting down the pit. That was the only thing that kept me from vomiting inside my suit from the framing of yellow. Snowstorm battered at the fabrics of the drill drill room. That more of the external canopy. 
that in an actual room, like a white noise, it distracted me from the deed I had been an accomplice to. Red stood strong, remnant of blues, still bare to see upon his suit. I slouched and looked down at my red gloves that have been that should have been green. Knowingly sentencing an innocent man to death took its toll to me. I followed the rest of the crew to the central observation room, but I keep my head down and dragged my feet. To the best of my knowledge, there was still a killer among us, and we were down four crewmates: green, red, pink, brown, purple, and orange. I knew it wasn't me. I can't. It, it can't have been red. I was sure of it. Brown seems eager to dump yellow into the pit, as it did pink. Purple turned on yellow without a second thought. Orange had been far too quiet for my liking. Red instantly, instant decision to ostracize yellow instead of instead of trying to explain the situation made me question him too. Maybe he truly believed it was yellow. Maybe he was just worried that he would. Being accused for being the innocent, the killer. We were. What worried me more that the uncanny behavior of my colleagues, however, was the speed of ferocity with which the killer bisected Blue. Whoever was it, whatever it was, <coughs> whoever it was, whatever it was, was incredibly efficient at killing. I didn't feel like performing duties at assist to assist with the upkeep of the facility any longer. It made me feel vulnerable to have to walk around this collapsing relic of the building. At that moment, I then felt how yellow must have fear, paranoia, anxiety, vulnerability, a persistent worry that somehow something will go wrong. Premonitions of pain piercing me with the palm blade pervaded my mind. It had to be him. How willing he had stepped up to Mark and throw Yellow into the pit. In those mere moments, that Yellow plummeted. I could picture pain grinning perversely. I knew that I had to catch him in act, but I had no idea how. I hoped that perhaps Brown could see him on a monitor, on a screen, mon- on a security monitors. But I didn't trust Brown either. That's that sorted. Brown's cal- cal- clap his hands together as if he was dusting him off. What if it wasn't him? Orange piped up. Then it's red. Say pink. Red was about to interpolate, interpolate, with some re- retort, when he was interrupted by yet another red alert. Something that needed fixing. We would have to make our way back to central observation to see exactly what it was. Brown informed us after checking the facility diagnostics that there was a problem in the central communication server. Our engineer, computer engineer, was tasked with ins- inspecting it. Ping communication specialists would assist him, and so would Red and I. That left Purple and Brown alone to monitors. 
to monitor the, cam the cameras. Ren and I hung back from pink and orange, keeping our distance enough to communicate to each other about the rest of the crew. I don't trust pink, I say matter of, matter of, matter of factly. I don't either, smug prick, Ren muttered. It wasn't yellow, you know. I whispered through loud enough that he had audible through the suit's speaker system. Rather him than us, right, Green? We couldn't explain it. I don't. I don't know. It feels really fucked up. Self-preservation. Red trailed a hand along the wall behind him. Pink and Orange were murmuring to one another ahead of us, probably having much of the same conversations about us. Red and I agreed that Pink's behavior are disagreeable, to say the least. As calm as everyone had acted, nobody had behaved quite like Pink. Right, let's check it out. Orange slid the door open. We up sheet we're up sheet creek without a paddle if we can get pages back up since we have no internal comms with the com company. Any lucks with that ping? I keep telling everyone snowstorm. Pink bang his hand on the wall as he follow pink and orange inside. Ray put a subtle middle finger up behind Pink's back as he entered behind him. Let's just get over it, I said. Server room was small, box-like, the exact opposite of the vast expanse. That was a drill room, three tower, equidistant from one another were the objects of our focus. I don't see how much help I could be. I was maintenance. I was a maintenance man. I suppose the additional company couldn't hurt, given the situation. It wouldn't be wise to leave anyone alone with pink. All of four of us were inside the room. Orange closed the door. Hey, what's that for? I tried to stop him. I know he wasn't yellow. Orange grabbed my wrist. Hey, what's that for? I tried to stop him. I know he wasn't yellow. Orange grabbed my wrist. It could have been brown or purple or pink or red or you. I saw my bloody suit reflected in his visor, and I realized exactly how I must have looked to my colleagues. It was much more noticeable on my green suit than it was on red. Nobody leaves or enters until we're done here, Pink added. Orange assessed the, th the third tower, the only one which wasn't powered on, and found the source of the problem. There was no problem. With the tower itself, it was simply the case of the fuse had blown. I bent over to replace the fuse. As I finished, I heard a snuff scuffled behind me. I jerked around to look, and then the door was open. Everyone had disappeared. I poked my head around the corner to see where everyone had went. I creeped forward, being sure to keep my eyes out out of vent from which someone could spring. As I hugged the wall, I found myself able to position myself behind the maintenance trolley, able to peek over the top in an unused clearing. It once, it was once a common area before the frequent radiation leaks made it unusual, unusable prior upon the arrival of the current crew, placed perfectly upon the middle table. It was pink, perforated and pouring blood. The holes in his suit was were like fountains. A suit behind him was red. Hey, Red shouted. Someone's green. Pink's. Come on. Green's. Pink 
hand switched as Red lifted him. Ping was still alive. I heard the groaning of old metal and spied a vent from a far corner of the room. Ping wasn't the killer. Come help us. Red hoisted Ping's up with his shoulder. As I was in the dash forward to assist Red, a single thought stopped me. What if it was bait? I kneeled to watch Red help Ping. He was usually in Dover. His atmosphere was filled with cold. If his wool didn't kill him, the radiation would. Red helping Ping doesn't make any sense. The vent behind him groaned again. The early distaste Red expressed to Ping double suspicions. So the story here was pretty long. I know it was really long and um it was really long. I think I need to stop here. Um not because I wanted to stop here because I want everyone to go and read on Reddit uh calls uh, on creepypasta called there was an imposter among us. Um the reason why I stopped because I don't want to have any like um Sue, I don't want this guy to sue me for reading his story. So I read like half of it. And if you guys want to know more about it, I want to summarize it, but I just didn't read about it. So maybe this is the first episode and I don't know how it works yet. I mean, I'm still new in this um podcasting and I really don't know how it works. So if the story was really long and if you guys want to know more about it, Go on to Reddit at Creepypasta. The writer was Timothy Nurley. I give the credit for him, but um, the story was long and not because I'm tired of it. I'm not tired of it. I really love reading it. And I wanted you guys to feel these tensions of like, is it red? Is it, is it, who is it? Who kills it? You know? And is it orange? Because orange wasn't there. And also, um, Red was always there, so everyone kept, you know, pointing at Red. I mean, if I read here, I pointed at Red. So you guys, if you guys want to know more about like how the story went, you guys can read it at Creepypasta uh, on Reddit. It was it was amazing. So you guys can read about it. Um, and I don't want to get sued for reading the whole story. And also, I can summarize the story, but I don't, I don't think uh, I'm able to summarize it because if I summarize it, I'm more like I tells the story because i'm not good at summarizing so this is a story of uh, a guy from um among us <laughs> uh, a guy from a timothy Norley. he wrote us he wrote a, a story about among us and yeah that's how it's stopped so i always stop in the middles for you guys to search for it to know about it i guess this is only the first episode so i kind of still figuring out how to make like this kind of uh episode because i'm still new with it and i'm still doesn't know how it works so if you guys were wanting to know more if you guys wanted to know more um about the story you guys go to creepypasta and write it you can find it uh but um before we stop obviously i had my own story to tell but uh obviously i'm not uh good at it and also, I don't have any experience of myself either. So um, let's just talk about uh, Among Us apps, you know. So the apps I've read like um, a few days ago that hackers are now using Among Us to play. Like 
they played it for fun they played it for you know to win i don't know but hackers started to play among us and i don't definitely doesn't agree on that because i definitely love among us i just played like a few days ago my friends uh, wanted me to play among us and i played it it was super fun and i guess if you you know someone who uh, who was hacking the game you know try to to win the game or anything that you try to do on among us i mean that was suck bro because i really love playing the games i really love to communicate with a lot of people and also if i'm being the imposters i really 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 love to kill people not because i'm good at it. I, i totally doesn't was not good at it but i really really love to you know play with that so, sort of like works and some sort of like story i really love uh playing among us if you really really love playing among us tell me on the story and um uh probably on next week i will bring out a guest so it could be much more interesting than it is because it's not interesting at all it was not interesting at all <laughs> i can say that for myself because um i've been reading the story i'm not good at reading a story um and also i'm just a, a, a person who who just you know telling my own experience on it but because it was it was a uh, halloween and it was october and i figured it was gonna be so you know something amazing and something special for it even though i'm i don't know what to do with it because i feel like uh, i need to you know give it a break on uh, telling people of the life story because a lot of people do have their own problems with lives and i do have the same problems with life and i, I do have the same problem in life as well but um i figured you know uh, i want to take a break not take a break because i'm tired of it i'm really love doing it but i'm taking uh, a breaks of it because i just want to give uh, a chance for october to shine a little bit you know so um i guess this is it for today's episode it's not fun i know everyone's gonna say it's not fun at all but um yeah definitely let me know if you guys have any story of your own maybe something something i don't know if you guys have any story that you guys want to share on me maybe about life story maybe about an october's halloween spooky story or whatever it is you guys want to tell me in a story go um dm me on instagram at not anymore to me uh Again, I'm not trying to make a fame out of uh, Instagram. I don't. I'm not trying to be fame here. I don't want money. I don't want fame. I just want, you know, to uh, deliver something that I really loved and to deliver something that I really liked. And um, whatever problems that I have, I love to share with a lot of people. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess that was it. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I know it's not gonna be amazing, and um, I know today was not amazing at all. But uh, definitely, if you guys want to know more about that story again, go. You guys can go and check it out at the Kirby Basta by the guy by the by the person of the name of Timothy Nerly. You guys can check it out um, on Reddit actually. So um, if you guys um, you know want me to summarize the story. I, I can summarize on the next episode, I guess. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's well, that was it, I guess. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I know it was not gonna, gonna be fun, but I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you actually doesn't like the Halloween special, even though I already tell you guys it's gonna be four weeks, but if you guys doesn't like about it, guess can tell me on in Instagram and I probably were just gonna 
stop it and continue with the life story you know i don't know so yeah um i hope you guys are really having a great day and good night a good day and everything was fine your day for today i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about but i hope you guys enjoyed it and if you guys uh have any questions or any story that you guys want to share you guys can go to my instagram um yeah and i hope you guys enjoyed it again my instagram is at not anymore to me uh i hope you guys enjoyed it and i will see you guys on the next saturday bye and possibly we'll have some gas as well i don't know i'm not sure yet but yeah possibly okay bye